I'm tearing up. <laughs> it's just about hate. screamed right now, but I'm not even there. <laughs> now that's inspirational, Natalie. <laughs> I feel inspired today. Part two I, of I, this. Can, I could be here for another <laughs> no. hour. Yeah, I always go, he winds up homeless on the street. It's my fault. I don't know what got into my head, but I thought, I thought this thought, you know, if I'm working year round, I might as well get paid year round. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet Talk is a weekly 20-minute podcast brought to you by the Continuing Education and Workforce Training Division of Idaho State University's College of Technology. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud, and subscribe today. Now, it's time to get started with Sweet Talk. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Sweet Talk. Uh, You're hearing me start this off instead of Paul today, because Paul's out doing some filming on another project for us. But Angela Wilhelm's with us, Shirley Hockett's here, and our, our special guest, from uh, cosmetology, Casey Jensen is also joining us. Uh, we're about to get into a great podcast talking about cosmetology, which I, I got to admit, I don't know as much about uh, as probably most of the rest of you, but I'm eager to learn and listen to what I think is going to be a fun time. Angela, thank you for uh, coming on board again. Um, you are, are are looking great. I love the background. And, and this is another Fridays. So we're doing a lot of these on Fridays, So that's wonderful. How are you doing? I'm doing well, Gary. How are you? I'm, I'm enjoying life. I'm doing great. Yeah, I'm working from home today and glad that, glad that both you and Shirley are working in the office and doing a great thing for us there. Shirley, how's it going on your side? You doing all right today? I'm doing fine. Good. Very, very good. And, and welcome to uh, Casey. Casey Jensen is the program coordinator for cosmetology here at the College of Technology. Uh, she is in the same building where the rest of us work at the uh, Roy F. Christensen building. And uh, I'm so excited to have her here to talk about her program. Welcome, Casey. Are you doing okay today? Hey, I'm doing great. It's Friday and we've got a full floor of colors and haircuts and all kinds of things going on. You guys always have so many things going on down there. It's fun. And and you use little special events and things. Maybe we can get into that later. But I think for our audience's sake, maybe we could uh, learn a little bit about you first to start off in your background. And then then we can get into what is cosmetology? Okay, I'd love to share that. I came to the ISU, the College of Technology program, as a non-traditional student about 20 years ago. I had life-changing circumstances, and I was able to come and begin a whole new career, a career that I had wanted to do for a long time, but put on the back burner. And my first question to my instructor after the first week was, how do I do what you do? That's what I want to do. (laughs) And she said to me, calm down. You have three and a half semesters to get through, and then we'll talk. Mm -hmm. Well, 15 years later, I am here as the coordinator doing what my mentor was doing. And it is a delight. My father taught on campus for 40 years. And so it's kind of cool to be his daughter and be in his place on ISU campus. What a, what a great start for the journey that has been and what a nice connection back to ISU with your dad. So I yeah. mean, you're, you're literally an alumni, you've got a lot of history here and it's cool to have you back running that, that wonderful shop down there. It's That's fun. great. Hey, let me, let me ask you the first question this, cause you know, for a guy like, like me, not, not all guys do this, but I'm going cosmetology when I first heard it, are we talking like Cosmo? Like, like stars and things, but that's not what cosmetology is. Can you tell us a little bit about it? 
Yeah, cosmetology is the care of hair, skin, nails, and coloring hair, perming hair. It's a stylist or a person you can go to for advice for any kind of new look, trending look, for specialty care of skin, aesthetics. We kind of do it all. Mm. So when, when you say you do it all, that's wigs, wigs come in as well into that? Wigs do come in. In fact, ISU has a program called Wigs on Loan. Anyone who has medical hair loss can come in and have a one-on-one -on -one consultation with an instructor and a student. And we will customize a wig for them. And for $10 deposit, they take the wig and can go and feel confident and secure as they go through their medical treatment. And when they bring the wig back, they get their $10 back. So it's oh, wow. a great, great program and service that we get to offer. Well, that's pretty interesting. I didn't know that. And, and, and a very unique thing that, that you do with, with our community, uh, which is very, very cool. How does somebody, uh, or maybe you can start by talking a little bit about the different programs. I mean, there's, you mentioned skincare. Is that different from, from like hair care or are they part of the same thing or what? So as a cosmetologist graduate, you go and you take licensing boards through the state of Idaho Board of Cosmetology. And when you pass those tests and there's a practical and a theory test, then you are licensed as a stylist for hair, an esthetician, you can do skincare and all of that. And you are licensed to do manicures and pedicures. You can shave with a guarded razor. Now, if you're a barber and have a barber's license, they can shave with a straight razor. So there's a little bit of difference there. And we do offer that kind of um, grandfathering course for licensed cosmetologists to get that section of the license of shaving with a straight razor. But you come out being able to do perms, colors, everything. Pedicures, manicures. Wow. So I'm sorry, Angela, I saw you about to ask a question. So when you come out of cosmetology, you said three semesters, right? Yeah, three semesters plus an eight week in the summer. Plus an eight week in the summer. So like three and a half. So then after that, you, you have to then go for a license or do you come out with a license? You go and you take state board licensure tests. Wow. One hands-on. Wow. Yeah. One is a hands-on test that takes about five hours. And the other is a theory test that they can take actually right here in our testing center at ISU. The others are done in Boise. In Boise. Okay. So the, the students have to travel to Boise. They can't do that. Well, it's hands-on. They can't do it virtually, of course. Not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I got that. <laughs> So I have a question for you, and I'm probably jumping the gun with this. As someone who does go get my hair done professionally, I always learn uh, things from my hairdresser, always, without a doubt. I'm always continuing to learn. So I, my question for you is, what is the most common mistake people make with their day-to-day -day hair care? 
and what should they be doing instead? Probably the most common that we see is that we don't protect our hair from the UV rays, from heat of our styling tools. And we just think that this hair that has grown out of our head is going to stay healthy and strong. But we abuse it a lot. We abuse it with wrong products, with heat, with the sun. And so the biggest piece of advice would be a heat protectant or a styling product that has sunscreen in it because once the hair leaves your scalp, it is technically dead. But we can maintain that hair from the scalp out to however long by treating it right and keeping it as healthy and as strong and protected against those elements and against the heat of styling tools. Mm-hmm. Well, I can test to the point about being technically dead because his mind left and it never came back, you know, so I'm pretty sure that's right. <laughs> yeah. Very, do you get guys who come in and, and come into cosmetology? It's mostly a, a woman's world, but are guys coming in and learning that now? Oh, yeah. It's not just women. We actually have a male student right now who is top of the line. And for some reason, we are seeing um, that women would prefer a male cosmetologist. There's something there that they trust more than their own female person. Oh, wow. Um, but we do have men. We have had, in the five years I've been here, we've had five or six six different men join our program. And mm-hmm. it's always nice to have a little bit of testosterone amongst all that estrogen. <laughs> That's an interesting and, way of putting it. <laughs> what types of careers, uh, you know, we typically just think of nail and hair, but what types of careers are there for the students who go through your program? The nice thing is, is it has a huge variety of career paths. One is the typical behind the chair, owning your own salon or working for someone. There is editorial work that is really getting popular with even our school. There's research. We have a student um, that went and got her master's in chemistry after finishing cosmetology. She now is one of the top chemists for hair care products and has big companies looking at her to buy her her creations or her research that she has done to reconstruct the hair in that there are three layers to each hair strand on our head. She has found a fourth layer that is actually the strength of the hair. So there's that route. Um, Movies, theater, they're always looking for people to come in and help with makeup and hair products and hairstyling. Um, Barbering, facials and aesthetics. You can also go into retail. A lot of our supply houses Uh, The employees are all licensed cosmetologists that really can answer your questions and help you in your field. Hmm. That's a lot. That's a lot broader than I was thinking. 
What, what is editorial work? I'm not sure what that is. Editorial work is with magazines or newspapers um, or photography. You are actually on the set or on the, the writing team um, to help produce and put out that kind of a hard copy work. Oh, that's amazing. I, I, I had the good fortune of being at, a, at the Scottsdale Fashion Show a, a number of years ago, and they took me behind the scenes, and it was like chaos. Back Total there chaos. Costumes, people chasing people <laughs> to get hair. I go, oh my gosh. And so many different people back there focusing. So I imagine also that's kind of a, that's yeah. kind of like the theater. Uh -huh. folks that take yep. care of and we have hair shows that the back scenes, you've got people back there that are licensed cosmetologists, makeup artists that are in that crazy fast paced movement of a show or of a production of some kind. And do you have any productions coming up or hair shows that people may want to uh, come and watch? So every year we do a hair show, spring or early summer. Because of COVID, we have switched our pathway a little bit and we do our main attraction and we have categories that the students sign up for and then they create whatever that category is. So we have avant-garde, which is just no parameters whatsoever. They can do anything and create and step out of the box. We have haircutting categories where they compete um, in haircutting. We have color categories. We have um, bridal where they do bridal updos, bridal styling that they compete against each other. Um, fantasy is another category where they create um, like characters from movies or um, styles that represent some sort of fantasy. So there's all kinds of different categories that they can compete in. And it's really fun. And we have hosted it at the sub ballroom prior to COVID. And it was really, really big. We had other schools come in from around this area mm. and compete with us. Because of COVID, we've cut back a little bit, but our plan is to get that up and big again instead of just held with our students. But it is a lot of fun and it's fun. People come and they're always very surprised what these students can produce with hair. Yeah, I mean, that sounds amazing. I've seen some of those, I think, when they were being held there in your spaces, but I, I can just see, because you mentioned inviting other schools in, I think it could be as big as like Tech Expo, yeah. you know, which they hold down the whole arena. But in this case, it's all featuring cosmetology folks. Uh -huh. Are there are there stars or, or well-known people in cosmetology? Oh, um, yeah. Speaker kind of folks? Yeah. In fact, um, one of my instructors and myself, we get to go to California in a couple of weeks and we will be cutting hair with Sam Villa, who is the premier top of the line haircutting artist um, and has been for many, many years. And we are just super excited. Um, <laughs> one that everybody may know, Vidal Sassoon. He oh. was early on, there was always commercials you saw about 
Vidal and he was, you know, the dreamy hair cutter that and product uh, chemist. So yeah, we, there are so many, and there's a lot of hair shows that have been on TV that have produced amazing stylists out of those hair shows. Yeah, I've mm. seen a few of those on, on television where there are competitions for people who can do hair and makeup. And it's uh, really, really interesting uh, yeah. watching those. I've learned a lot from them. I, I watched one where a girl, they all had to dye hair and they pulled people off the street. And one lady got a girl that literally her hair, they called it melted. And she got colored a stick. And apparently that was extraordinarily hard to do but it's so fascinating in these tv programs to watch what they do because they give you so much education on what happens behind the scene and the damage that happens to people's hair and how difficult it is to uh, treat or fix yes that is probably the biggest challenge is we call it a color correction because there's so many options of home products and YouTube has done hair no favors um, because they can jump on and watch someone and they may not even be licensed and they're taking their word for it and then they go home and try it um, and we get them coming in and it's quite the challenge to correct <laughs> or to salvage or to even calm the tears it can get pretty intense. On that note with home is there any product over the counter that a person could use with the thought of you know not totally destroying their hair um, my youngest daughter used to go through life crisis when she was younger and go out and buy uh, coloring and I told her one day I said you know one of these days you're going to wake up your head's going to leave the pillow but your hair is going to be a left <laughs> that is so true and the sad thing is it's not just young uh teenage girls if you go to a hair show you will see grown women and men that have just can't leave it alone <laughs> mm. but as far as over the counter grocery store products there really isn't a safe one a professional line of grocery store products um a lot of times those products add additives like salt or dilute it with lots of water. And so the hair can only take so much of that before the individual hair strands are going to just explode. They just can't keep carrying the weight of wax that is in some of the conditioners. And so it's really important if you are going to spend the money to have your hair colored or taken care of in a professional salon that you use professional products because it's going to give longevity to that color, to that style, um, and protect your hair to the fullest ability. Mm, mm, yeah. So no Kool-Aid. <laughs> no Kool-Aid. That is a very popular one amongst grade school, middle school. It does color your hair, and sometimes it does not come out unless you cut the hair. <laughs> so with Halloween coming up, is that something that we might be seeing more of? Oh, definitely. And the spray-in um, hairsprays that are colored, 
the black that they want to do for the dramatic look, that is one of the hardest things to get out of someone's hair to the point of you may just have to grow it out or cut it off. Mm, drastic measures. Yeah. Well, that's a good learning point too for anybody who goes down that way. Um, we we have a, a, a few minutes left, uh, Casey. So I, I do want to make sure we get back to your programs. From your perspective, you know, what 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 is the... What is the most uh, most popular part of your program? What what do people who come into cosmetology really like? Is it is it the haircutting? Is it the chemical the figuring out nails? What do they like the most? I would say it's the haircutting and the color because of the creativity that they can draw from themselves in producing a finished look of a picture that someone brought in or a technique that they've seen on YouTube or something. Um, but there's so many varieties. I mean, men's haircutting, women's haircutting, perming, coloring, nails. I have students that absolutely hate to give a perm and they're like, I'll do what I have to do here but I will never own perm rods in my salon. Mm -hmm. um, and others who think they're coming for all the color and everything, and they end up being really specialized in men's haircutting. And so you get a real variety and change of mind as they progress through it. I came thinking I was going to do nails and nails were going to be my go-to I hate doing nails. Oh, oh. <laughs> and that just is kind of the fun of it is you learn and you end up finding your niche. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Very, very much like, like a lot of careers too. Yeah. Uh, is there a favorite, one favorite story that pops up that you'd care to share with us? Something that's happened in, in your in your in your classes or with student or can you share one with us before we go sure the one that pops into my mind is one of the best teaching lessons that we were able to take a disaster and really teach the students a great concept so we had a student who over the summer had her hair straightened chemically and it you know, it was great, but then she came back in the fall and she wanted highlights. And the high, oh, hi, puppy. <laughs> Sorry about that. Hey, that's my alarm clock I'm a, going on. I'm a dog lover. <laughs> so, anyway, she wanted highlights, but chose not or didn't think about telling us that she had had her hair chemically straightened over the summer. So, they got highlights about halfway through her hair and a student came running in to me and said uh these foils are like hot I can't touch them I'm like no so I just kind of calmly walked out well when I got there it was like touching a hot stove she had a chemical reaction with the bleach that were highlights and the chemicals that had straightened her hair as I opened one of the foils, 
there was literal heat coming out smoke and I'm like get her to the sink hold those and start running water well they just kind of thought it was a casual thing and I finally I'm like no I'm serious run hurry to the sink and in order to shut down that chemical reaction the water was not strong enough to neutralize either one so we ended up having to pour a Sprite soda pop on her hair to shut that chemical reaction down. And it Sprite, and it all has to do with the pH balance of all the chemicals in the hair products, the water, the straightener, the Sprite was able to shut that down, especially on her scalp, because there were places it was burning her scalp, and that allowed us to shut it down with the pH of the Sprite. And to this day, it's like one of the ones that always pops into my mind as being, uh, it could have been disastrous, but it was also a really great teaching lesson. So it's kind of like the doctor's office and they have you check up all these Oh, what? <laughs> yeah. And her hair was, if you pulled it, it looked like wet spaghetti and just you pull it and it won't go back into a straight line shape because it's no longer hair. Oh so there are lots of those, but that one caught everybody's attention in the salon that day. <laughs> Wow, what, what a fascinating story that is. Wow. Hey, sorry for the arm clock, but you heard our timer went off and, <laughs> and so did one of my pups. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Hey, before we do uh, start wrapping it up, we need to give you an opportunity, Casey, to uh, uh, let anybody in the audience who might want to reach out and learn more about cosmetology or contact you. What would be the best way for them to do that? They can call um, the College of Technology. Phil Jones is our... Um, counselor and our advisor, but they can also feel free to call us at 208-282-2866. And they can ask to talk to me or email me and I'll answer any questions. Um, and that number also goes for any clients, potential clients. We mm -hmm. love our clients that allow us to teach mm -hmm. and to help our students grow. Now, is that the same phone number someone could call if they would like the uh, rent the wig program if they're going to? Mm -hmm. Yes, it is. Same number, schedule an appointment, and then we just do that one-on-one. -on -one. And that wig program has been one of the most incredible opportunities yeah. in teaching yeah. and giving yeah. back. Very good. And, and great for bringing that up, uh, Angela. And if somebody did want to come in and be a client, uh, I just want to bring this up for folks. Uh, cosmetology has its own parking spots out front for anybody who comes here. So you don't have to be working, uh, worried about coming on campus and uh, you can park right in front of the building. I'm jealous. You have your own spots out there. <laughs> that's a well, cool thing. We don't get to use them, but yeah, the clients do. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's for the clients. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, I, we probably need to wrap this up. Angela, what do you think? This has been a, a very informative uh, podcast. It's been so fun. I'm so glad 
that Casey, you were able to join us and answer a few of our questions. Um, especially with the wigs, I didn't know you guys, ISU held that program. Uh, thank you so much for being on with us. And Thanks if anyone, yeah, if anyone is looking to get a hold of us at uh, continuing education, you can do so by email our cetrain.isu.edu is our website. Um, and you can feel free to call us as well. Yes. All right. Well, thank you very much. Uh, thank you, Shirley. Thanks, Angela. Casey, good luck in uh, Hala, no, it was Hollywood. You're going to California yeah. with some guy, Sam Villa. Sam doing Villa. Some good, good luck with that. You know, what an Thanks. awesome thing to do. I'm sure you bring back some great stories. Thank you for we joining will. us here. Everybody out there, you have a great, uh, a great weekend, a great next week, and be safe. Thank you. Thank you.